Hey girlfriend, you know who you are. You have big, big dreams. You want to write a book, stand on a TED Talk stage, be a life coach offering wisdom from your RV in Montana, a cafe in Barcelona, or a beach chair in Tulum. Your other girlfriends and your family, they don't always get your biz savvy. Why do you want to leave your J-O-B? Because you're a CATS, aka coach, author, thought leader, and speaker. Meet other change makers like yourself and find out how they make it happen. This is the Big Meow Podcast. Welcome to the Big Meow Podcast, brought to you by Cats Network. I'm your host, Angela Howard, and I'm here today with Dr. Michelle S. Thomas. She is the founder and CEO of the Exceptional Woman Network. And if you'll allow me a minute here, she has written some amazing statistics. So I'm going to I'm going to impart upon our listeners your statistics. And one is on average over a thousand new women-owned businesses are launched daily. Wow. And although this is a positive direction, there are still many barriers that most women must must under, overcome throughout the cycles of business. So we're going to talk about what are the cycles of business and that she, her company is the bridge to success that women entrepreneurs need to sustain positive growth and reach business maturity. Welcome, Dr. Michelle. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. These are the kind of things that I love to do. Out of oh. all the things I do in my day, um, I have seven businesses. So, uh, oh, <laughs> so throughout my day, these are my favorite times. So thank you for having me. Gracious. So <laughs> the Exceptional Woman Network. What, okay. How did you start this, first of all? So it organically started itself. Um, I started out as an author, um, and, and, and it's so poignant, especially with this topic that you guys focus on, because years ago, this wasn't even a thought of mine. I, if you had told me that I would be building a network, I would have been like, the way that my bank accounts be working, that, 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 <laughs> that is not <laughs> what is happening. So I started out as an author. My first uh, publication was titled Unspoken, Real mm -hmm. Talk, Today's Blended Family. And I wrote that because I am, we are a blended family. Um, I titled my family, Mine, His, Theirs, and Ours. And so, <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> we have seven kids. And throughout that journey of blending uh, our family together, there was just these, these unknowns, you know, and when I went to go to our um, world famous Google, <laughs> of us do to, to Google some solutions, I found that the, the relationship advice was based on kind of that 1950s family and they didn't really apply to what I was trying to do. So if you can't find it, then you just write it. So <laughs> So I did. And surprisingly, my, my thought was, okay, you know, 10 people, 10 books sold because my family rolls eight deep just for GP. You know, I got seven kids and plus a husband, plus I was going to buy a copy. Okay, so here we go. We at least got nine <laughs> locked down. And mama was going to buy one. So, okay, 10. Okay, I'm good with 10. And it went internationally. Oh, wow. And the name of this book is? Oh, yeah, The Blended Family. Unspoken. Oh, unspoken. Of, yep. Real talk of today's blended family. And it is still selling today. Um, so that 
exposure to that international audience led to my speaking where mm -hmm. I would go on stage and I would talk about, people would request for me to talk about not just blended family relationships, but relationships in general. That migrated into my passion, which is business. Um, relationships is my thing. I get it. I love it. I love people, but business is my passion. And so um, I titled myself your relationship surgeon because I wanted people to understand that whether it's in your personal life or whether it's in your professional life, it's all a relationship. And if you don't understand how to cultivate, massage, and develop either relationship, professionally or personally, then that's why you're not able to achieve your success. And so I created a couple of years ago, the Exceptional Woman Tour. And the Exceptional Woman Tour is a biannual conference that um, focuses in on the two major aspects of women. Going and doing the speaking and being on people's stages and being around the world, the one thing that I noticed that was missing was we didn't really talk about the whole woman. We talked about one aspect or, or we focused in on one aspect of our lives, but as the new kids in the block of business world, we come with a fuller picture than our male counterparts. Um, men, fortunately, unfortunately, whatever the tradition is, can go into a job and pour themselves fully into it, even if they have a family, they have other responsibilities because the wife usually is the one that takes care of what's happening with the kids and what's happening with the pets and what's happening with the home. Traditionally, I'm not mm -hmm. saying everyone's like that, but that's traditionally. So as a woman, when you come into a corporate environment or you come into the business environment, you bring all that with you. And for years, we have been taught to apologize for that. We've been yes. taught to, to hide our kids. We've been taught that, you know, God knows, don't let one of them babies wake up and sneeze in the morning and, yeah. and, and start a meeting. We right, all, right. We all have had this question where, so how sick are you? Like, I, like I, you don't have no fever. You all right? <laughs> because it's trying to, you know, you have to keep your job. Mm -hmm. But so in that space of, of being out there in the world, just actually leaving my own ecosystem and going to other countries and recognizing that women across the board, it doesn't matter what race we are. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what age we are. It doesn't matter what our monetary uh, status is. We all, as women, we experience similarities. There's some nuances and some differences, but we experience similarities. And so I decided that, okay, let's find, let's create a conference that speaks to the whole woman. So every March, I have a, a, my conference is coming up this uh, next week. Every March, we focus in on the inner woman. And we talk about things that impact us from our health side on the inside. And then every August, we have our business conference and we talk about the external factors of the woman. So that's how wow. we, doing that, the request came for, from a lot of women of, I wish we had a way that we could safely sit in a, in, a, in a space and learn and ask those vulnerable questions of, so what if I don't know what a budget is? <laughs> and be able to have someone to, to not only guide us through, but help us get through all of these different stages that we don't know. 
Mm-hmm. That's the Exceptional Woman Network was born. Oh, that's fantastic because Cats is all about that too. Featuring women, focusing on women, showcasing women, but with a message to the other cats, to the yeah. other the other cats in our in our group because you do as a solopreneur get very isolated as a mom. I mean, so your priority list, wow, must be so what how would you okay here we go <laughs> what would you tell a woman out of this a thousand women a day that start a business yeah. what's the advice you would give them it's like Ba-bing, i think i'm gonna start a business and i have five kids what would you tell them um create a plan create a plan first because when you start out you're so excited about starting your business and launching your business then you tend to spend money that you shouldn't spend because you don't have a plan <clears throat> you we in this in this microwave society that's what i call it in this microwave world um right now people have this mindset or people project the mindset that in 35 days you're going to be a millionaire because if you just you know sign up for my program or you do this or okay. these, wow. these miraculous things um my advice is no <laughs> <laughs> You know, work is work. If you're leaving your job because you don't want the mundane and, and you're you're over and inundated with all of the steps and the daily things or whatever, if you're leaving because of that reason, then you are setting yourself up for failure as an entrepreneur because it's not glitz and glam. If mm-hmm. you can't, if you don't like making copies or putting pamphlets and booklets and presentations together. As an entrepreneur, you still have to utilize that same skill set because none of us can start into our entrepreneur journey with the full staff that you just quit from your job. So mm-hmm. you are it. You are the receptionist. You are the editor. You are the one person. And, and so what my team, even the people that I coach, we start talking about skills translation. We don't have, we don't utilize that enough where we think that when we're starting our new entrepreneur journey, we want to start new skills. Start with what you have. Mm. What are you good at? What are you good at? Mm -hmm. And build on that and the rest will come. But start at the core of where your skills lie Mm -hmm. and then build upon that so that you don't spend so much money. Okay. I love what you're telling us. And I spoke to a woman on the podcast while she was coming on to the podcast and she was in a job and she was coaching onesie twosie on the side. And I asked her, I said, what's your, what's your marketing plan? How are you going to reach your audience? She goes, Oh, word of mouth. Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I said, okay, not sure that's going to pay the rent, but (laughs) two or three clients. What would you tell somebody? Because now you're talking plan and budget. Yes. Because getting yourself onto a platform, getting your visibility out there, like getting really, really, really um, clear about what your visibility plan is, right? What would you tell somebody starting out small budget? Like what's the biggest impact? What's the thing is next for them? Where should they spend their money? Where should they not spend their money? Where should they spend their money to, to, to build their business 
the best. The majority of your money should be spent on your systems. Hmm. Systems. Because as that solopreneur, as that person that's starting out, there are a lot of things that are going to move so quickly that you're not going to be able to keep up the day-to-day pace. So if you understand how to build a structured system that carries some of the weight, then you can spend your human time focusing in on the marketing, the building, the promoting, because marketing in itself, despite what social media makes you believe, is a double full-time job. It is 24 hours a day. And when you step into being an entrepreneur, let's go back to that job. When you worked your job, you did your time, you worked your, your whatever your requirement is over time or whatever, you got paid for that. But once you walked out those doors, yeah. even in the executive level, we always, listen, all of us CEOs always complain when we was in the, in the C-suite at work, it's like, I carry my work on one knee and oh, I can never get off work. Uh, baby, until you start running your own, you yes. really don't get up. <laughs> Absolutely. You'll, you'll think back to those, oh, okay, well, you know what, them board meetings wasn't really that bad, was it? <laughs> no, and you got paid. An, yeah, as an entrepreneur, <laughs> 50 years ago, you might have had this luxury where you could have one personality and then you had your business persona. In this mm-hmm. world of social media and this global connection where people are on the phone and, and posting and whatever, 24 hours a day, before you step into this entrepreneur journey, you have to shore up and be ready to be on 24 hours a day. My speakers, I, I coach speakers all the time because speakers think that stepping on a stage and getting paid is the only thing that you have to worry about in your speaker. But speaking is a business also. It is continuing to market yourself and expand your reach. So any portion that you're going to step into, back to your question, if you're stepping into your entrepreneur journey, you have to set up systems so that the main catalyst to collecting that money, which is the marketing of yourself, you have time to do that. Mm-hmm. So we have just a minute before we have to go. I want you to give us a nugget of inspiration. Now you're speaking to all the cats out there. You have a lot of experience. Give us that inspirational nugget right now. (laughs) Every time things get hard, every time things get difficult, remember back when you thought that you weren't going to make it through any of the circumstances that you've been through in your life and recognize that you did. So breathe through it, pace it out, understand that what you see Post it or what you see on social media is just a snapshot. We are all human beings and we all struggle with the same obstacles. Mm -hmm. Breathe through it. It's (laughs) not just you. You can make it. Just hold on, build a plan and don't be afraid to start over if you need to. Thank you, Dr. Michelle S. Thomas. You have been such a wonderful guest on our show. And thank you so much for your time and that smile. Yes, that smile, that lights up the entire podcast. Look at that. <laughs> I call me anytime. I, listen, I'm a cat. Listen, I'm a Leo too. I am a die-hard cat person. You are a cat. You are I'm certainly a cat. cat. How do we get in touch? How do we find you? How do we find so, you? You can find me on my website at michellesthomas.com or you can go to www.exceptionalwomannetwork.com 
www.thebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesofthebrightsidesoftheb